you suffer from chronic CFED or can't focus energy drain? Try over-the-counter Vibrin. One tablet contains the same caffeine as a cup of coffee, but without the calories or coffee breath. Vibrin. Caffeine, not coffee. Taking Vibrin may result in increased productivity and decreased dread in setting alarms. Unexpected enjoyment of the graveyard shift has been associated with Vibrin. Vibrin may be a better budget option than drinking coffee. It may also decrease the urge to doze off, skip work, or exhibit signs of slacking. All jokes aside, always read the label, take only as directed, and limit caffeine as it may cause real side effects. Not for children under age 12. Blog Talk Radio. Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, November the 23rd, 2015. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you from Baltimore, Maryland. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny. I have co-hosting with me today, Miss Angel Kangalee, who is not a stranger to A Date with Destiny, um, and we're just so happy to have her joining us tonight. Miss Angel, welcome to the show. Thank you. I am excited to be here tonight. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> well, thank you for coming. And, um, yeah, we are super excited this evening about our guest. Tonight we have sharing with us Ms. D. Garns, who is the co-author of the best-selling book, Memories of Heaven. And I cannot wait to bring her on. I'm just so excited about uh, the topic tonight. And um, so we will be taking a few callers for the second half of the show, if we can fit fit it in. Um, And if you would like to call in and share a brief story with us about tonight's topic, that number is 347 237 4518. That's 347 237 4518. To receive and download this podcast, simply go to the iTunes Store, click on Podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. Also, follow us on Twitter at Lease, that's L Y S E 101. If you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business, you can send a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net, or via my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. We will be sharing many excerpts from the book Memories of Heaven tonight, co-authored by our guest, Ms. D. Garns, and the late Dr. Wayne Dyer. Before we begin, I would like to share an excerpt from the beginning of the book where Dr. Dyer shares a quote from another one of my study guides, A Course in Miracles. 
The memory of God comes to the quiet mind. It cannot come where there is conflict, for a mind at war against itself remembers not eternal gentleness. What you remember is a part of you. Let all this madness be undone for you and turn in peace to the remembrance of God still shining in your quiet mind. Dr. Dyer also wrote, As you read these stories, I encourage you to practice something that I learned from a 10th century scholar in India named Tilopa. His advice was to have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. He says to allow yourself to turn in peace to the memory of God, which is possibly still shining in your own quiet mind. So let us follow the wise advice of our beloved teacher by allowing ourselves to turn in peace to the memory of God, which is possibly still shining in your own quiet mind. We would like to welcome all the way from Maui, Miss D. Garns to the show. Aloha, Dee, and welcome to A Date with Destiny. Aloha. Thank you for having me. Uh, Aloha. Excited to be here. (laughs) We're excited (laughs) and a little jealous at the same time um, (laughs) to have you with us because it's like 40 degrees here in Maryland. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what's the temperature Mm -hmm. like where you are? (laughs) Oh, goodness. It's pretty – it's about 85 Mm. Okay, well, we're going to soak in, we're going to soak up some of your sunshine and the sun rays and and all of the warmth and stuff while we have you on the phone. How about that? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, so, well, first we just, again, want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us this evening. Um, Dee, there's so much ground to cover, and I am deeply grateful as well as humble to have you with us. And to be able to talk Thank about you. this auspicious piece of work and to pay homage to my spiritual mentor, um, Dr. Dyer, at the same time. When I first heard about this project uh, via Facebook, I couldn't write my story fast enough. I was just so excited, mm-hmm. you know, to to see that um, the topic was just brought up, you know. And mm-hmm. the subject matter always resonated with me from as far back as I can remember. So let's start from the beginning because I want to enlighten my listeners, um, for those who may not have read the book yet, and if you have not, I highly, highly, highly recommend and encourage you to do so. You will not be disappointed. Um, I know you've probably told this story a 100-plus times already, but please share with us exactly how the idea for this book came about. Well, I have been working as a personal assistant to Wayne Dyer for several Mm -hmm. years now. And Mm -hmm. my son, Marcus, was, when he was around 18 months old, he was just starting to say words, like one word here, one word there. And Wayne encouraged me. He said, Dee, he's just starting to talk. So before he gets, you know, programmed with, like, certain ideas and beliefs, talk to him now and ask him where he's from and what God is like because he was just there and and so through that through these conversations that Wade and I had I had a conversation with my son one evening and we were sitting at the table eating dinner and I was just I was just gazing at him he's just 
beautiful. And, and I was just watching him, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even thinking about about anything, and I just blurted, where did you come from? Because I was thinking, right. okay, I made, I made this beautiful baby in my stomach. I mean, somehow, that's a miracle in itself. But where did his consciousness come from and his spirit? Right, right. And I just blurted out, where did you come from? He drops his fork, and he raised both of his arms and looked up to the sky. And wow. I, that, that just blew me away. And so then through the conversations that Wayne and I had, I said, what is God like? And he so clearly in his little baby voice, he said, light. And mm. it was a, a beautiful moment. And so later that evening after I put him to bed, I, I wrote it down. And and I shared it with Wayne the next morning, and Wayne said, email that to me. And, and so I emailed it to him, and, and he asked, can I post this on my Facebook page? And I said, of course. So he put it on his <laughs> Facebook page just to share a beautiful story about right. light and and, mm-hmm. and children. And the responses that poured in were overwhelming and unbelievable. We we're, we're neither one of us were expecting all of these stories this right. morning, and and people from every country, all over the world, sharing stories of things that their children have said, and yes. and the past, and then every morning, Wade and I would get together, and we would read all these stories on his computer, and and we're just blown away, and. About a week later, um, we looked at each other and we said, "We've got to, we've got to put a book together." I mean, this is this is important. Yeah. People need to hear these stories, and so that's yeah. that's how it began. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. I know when I saw that story on his Facebook page, you know, I was like, "Oh my God!" And then it didn't even take like not even fifteen or twenty minutes before it was just like over a thousand. <laughs> People just kept writing in and writing in and writing in, and it was just truly amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And I know when I read the book, um, just looking at the different stories that you all have put together, how how many stories are, like, in common? You know what I mean? So it's like yes. you keep reading, and these people don't know one another. You know, they've never no. talked to each other, so it's like their children. No, and they live children, on opposite I, parts of the planet. Yeah, and yeah. there are so many stories that are not in the book because they were right. identical to yeah. the stories already in the book. So, um, yeah, that blew me away as well. The identical. Well, stories. you know, the thing that one of the things, and I got to get this out. I have to get this out. One of the things that really blew me away <laughs> is that my my story was chosen too, and I was like. Oh, my God. And for me, just let me just, like, give you a little, you know, backstory about that. Um, for me, just to have um, Dr. Dyer read my words, <laughs> you know, because I'm an author as well, and I just love, 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 love him. And, you know, I'm I'm amongst, like, so many others, you know, that he has touched um, while he was here. And every book that he has written I have read. And every book that he has written, he had, he always writes, a, um, you know, guides us to another book. So he's he's so grace, you know, graceful in that way 
where he will mm-hmm. share his stories. Um, he will share his stories um, and and refer other books to us. So mm-hmm. I would read. I said, okay, well, if Dr. Dyer says read this book, I'm going to read this book. You know, and so every <laughs> book that he has, you know, referred, I have, you know, read. And so well, I read just a lot, appreciate. Then. I have. I mean, I really have. And um, when he, you know, when the two of you decided to do this, it was just amazing for me. And I'm just so honored. I was like, oh my God, he literally, like, my, I'm, I've got chosen amongst millions of other people. So the synchronicity of it all just blew me away. Um, so yeah. I just thought that I would share that with you to let you know. And one of the, his teachings to me that has always, um, to this day, just resonates uh, so thoroughly is that we're all connected. Um, we're spiritual beings living a human experience and not spiritual beings living a, yeah, not human beings living a spiritual, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Spiritual mm-hmm, beings mm-hmm. living a human experience and not human beings living a spiritual experience. So we're all mm-hmm. connected spiritually. And I still to this day feel, you know, that he's still around. Um, and he would, if mm-hmm. I believe you, you know him best. If he were here, he would say the same thing, huh? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, I, yeah. I definitely feel that he is still around. And And with this book... It just gives me even greater conviction that mm-hmm. that he is, and he he was so excited about this book as was I, and and you know this book really has made me cope with his passing, and right. and even you know his his kids and I are really good friends, but they've said the same thing that this book has helped them with his you mm-hmm. know cope with that because it just it's just a testament that the spirit never dies and it lives on. And, no. and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was another question of mine. Um, I know that, you know, you and the family, you're still in my prayers because I know, you know, it takes a minute to, to you know, move on from something like that. Um, so I just wanted to let you know that as well. You guys are still in my prayers. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, and do you have you. any plans of maybe putting a second book together, maybe? Because I know you still have, like you said, millions of stories. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I've been thinking about it. I think it's, it's in the works. So. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. would be amazing because, like I said, just reading through some of these, it's like I can only imagine how many stories you had to leave out because there's mm-hmm. just so many. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me what one of your favorite ones, like some of the ones have got to stick out, you know what I mean? So what were some of your favorites? Oh, gosh, let's see. Well, one of my favorites, oh, there's so many. One of my <laughs> I know, favorites. right? One it's of, hard to one choose. Just, <laughs> and some of them are so simple that this, this book is, is, for those of you who are listening, it's just a bunch of little stories that uh-huh. parents have submitted or, or grandparents or anyone who who is around children has submitted that that they've heard their kids say and uh-huh. about whether they remember where they were before they were here or seeing an angel or anything along those lines. And one of my one of my favorites is just it was it's just a two liner but this little boy 
came up to his mom, you know, with just this innocent seriousness in his eyes, and he said, Mommy, I'm starting to forget what heaven looks like. Mm, and I remember that one, yes. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. another one where where the mom was going upstairs to scold her two little girls for not being asleep. They're about three and five, and and right when she was about to walk in, she heard them having this serious conversation. So she just stood outside the door and listened. And the older one said to the younger one, she said, "Do you remember where you were before you were here?" And the little one said, "Yes, I remember." I remember everything and I and I saw you and mommy and daddy and grandma and grandpa I saw everybody and the older one said I'm starting to forget and the younger one yeah. said yeah I know so it's like it's like they they come almost with a knowing that they're going to forget yeah. and it's okay and it's okay yeah yeah and you know it's god oh no I I could just keep yeah, no, no, no. I mean, because it just amazes me how, you know, sometimes like where I am now today, and I think about, you know, um, how we're starting to become enlightened to, you know, children and, you know, because I always say they're fresh off the heavenly press. So they still mm-hmm. have that connection, you know. <laughs> like but that. but as we but you know, back in the day we didn't really know this kind of thing. You know what I mean? So with the mm-hmm. things that we know now, it's like, okay, if can you imagine if we knew now what we if we knew then what we know now, how amazing this world mm-hmm. would be. Mm-hmm. So it gives me hope that because we're now becoming more enlightened to, you know, mm-hmm. spirit and um, you know, even children just remembering you know, some things, where the world will be in the future. I mean, I think it will be such a better place. <laughs> there will mm-hmm. be more love, you know, um, and more peace and more harmony. I, I just, you know, I'm holding out for um, for that. I'm holding out hope for that. Mm-hmm. And it all starts with our children. And if we can foster these, try and keep their connection to the source, Strong, mm-hmm. as like, how it is, yeah. you know, when they're when they're babies and toddlers. If all of parents and grandparents and everyone did that, then our next generation will just it truly will make this world a better place. Yeah, but you know, in the, in the researching this topic, though, I've they they do say that children hold on to their memories until they're about maybe like they still remember up until maybe five, the latest maybe six or seven. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I read too. Is it, it's around that age yeah. they start to to yeah, forget. forget. Mm-hmm. Daggone it! Don't you wish we could all just kind of remember? I guess that's why they have <laughs> stuff like um. Past life regression therapy, you know, that's what Mira Kelly mm-hmm. and Brian Weiss and those people. Have you ever had that done before? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You have? You, yeah. You've been regressed? Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, that's something that's on my I, bucket list. <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, only once. And, and it was, it was interesting. It was different. I just yeah. had these, these random, almost like, I don't know, it was kind of dreamlike memories kind of pop in now. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, because yeah. I have the um, I have her CD and um, Dr. Brian Weiss's CD, and I've it's amazing. It's a, it's an amazing experience to say the least. Um, but Angel, um, you can jump in here as well if you have a story that you want to share, um, because we're around. You know, we've we've been around children like you know a lot, and yeah. even like thinking back to my own my own kids, it's just amazing to remember that they you know some of the things that they said, and you don't really realize at the time. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, wait a minute, what what, what did you just say? Exactly. So, <laughs> so Angel, if you have like a story that you want to share, just you know, at any time, just feel free to jump in there. Um, okay. Okay. But well, um, I. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, finish. Go ahead and finish what you were going to say. But I do have a story. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just saying, as far as um, us nurturing our children's gifts, I think that's one of the things that I want to continuously put out there. You know, to let people know that we need to really start nurturing them and, you know, asking them questions because those memories are so precious. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Um, my grandson, um, he's three. He just turned three in um, September. And so, um, like you said, when my son was young, um, you know, I knew that, you know, the little bit of knowledge that we had of the spirit realm you know, I believe that he would see angels and things like that. But, of course, that was when he was a baby. But, of course, as a toddler, again, we didn't know to ask certain questions or anything like that. And if we, if they did say something, we would think, oh, it's their imagination or something like that. But now knowing what we know, which is such a blessing, um, yeah. I talk to my grandson a lot. And, um, so, and I pay attention to what he says. So one time it was some friends and I, we were sitting in my living room, and um, I'm living in the house where I grew up, and so um, he said, my parents have, have both both crossed over, but one day he was just playing, and all of a sudden he just looked up, you know, and said, oh, there's Papa, and I immediately stopped talking. I was like, where? You see Papa? Yeah, that's Papa, and there's the angels. And then I just started to ask him questions like, you know, oh, my goodness, well, what do they look like? But he would just keep repeating it. There's pop-up and there's the angel. And he was, at, he was about two at this time. And, of course, you know, their attention span is like, <laughs> you know, you got to get them mm-hmm. and get them. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then um, after that, you know, he went on back to what he was doing. But recently um, he has been talking about Jesus. And so he said, um, he he says to me, he sees Jesus in the house, and he's associating the cross with Jesus. And so um, he just was playing again, and he just said, um, Gammy, he calls me Gammy, Gammy, um, Jesus is here. And I said, where is he? And he's right here. And I have like this cross on my bed. And I said, yeah, that's his cross, you know. I said, do you see him now? Yeah, come on, I'll show you. And he took me out in the hallway. <laughs> And he points up to this cross where it was, like, high up. It's kind of hard to describe, but as for a kid, I mean, even as an adult, I don't think you would notice it unless I really pointed it out because it's at the top of my stairwell going down. So you really wouldn't. You have to look up the um, rescue to see it. And he pointed up. He says, there he is. And I said, oh, my goodness. And I said, well, what does he look like? And he said, he's wild. <laughs> wow. And that was wow, his He went all back to play with the dinosaurs. But, yeah, so I'm trying to 
ask him more questions. And, of course, when he yeah. volunteers the information, I immediately pay attention and just try to, you know, get as much as I can um, out of him. So it's it's very, very um, fascinating and exciting because it just gives you confirmation. We, we know that the spirit realm yeah. exists, but sometimes in our humanness, we just need to be reminded because we go through so much mm-hmm. on a daily basis, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I just, you know, I thank God that He uses the children um, to yeah. to confirm things for us yeah. and to keep us encouraged. Yes, yes, most definitely. And D, well, that um, Angel, first of all, that's a, a remarkable story, um, and your grandson is just so adorable. Um, and you. but do you tell us, yeah, do you tell us about Marcus and his discovery about you and your second child? Ah, oh, mm. yeah, he he knew I was pregnant before I knew I was pregnant. And wow. Yeah, he um, one night just came up and he starts lifting my shirt up and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And, he, and then he he um. I, I was laying on the bed, and he scooped my shirt up, and then he pats it my belly, and he goes, baby, baby. And, oh, wow. and yeah, and I look over at my husband, and, he, <laughs> and you know, he kind of shrugs his shoulders, and, and then a few days later, I, I went and, and you know, found out I, I was pregnant. So Isn't he knew. that amazing? Yeah. Wow. And, and how old so was he when he did so that? Many stories. Uh, he was... Around, around, I'd say, around eighteen months, maybe like seventeen months. Wow. Around there. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. And, but there's there's several stories in here of siblings that knew each other in heaven. Mhm. Be, or be, before they were here, and mm-hmm. saying that they can't they can't wait for their brother or sister to get here, and they're and they're so mm-hmm. excited and 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 that they talk about how they knew each other before they were here and Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like my son marcus and my daughter shiloh they love each other i mean like hugs and kisses Mm -hmm. just he always has to be like sitting by her and touching her and 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 it just makes me feel comforted and that that they possibly were hanging out together before they were here yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and I truly believe that too. Because I remember when my kids were little, my son is older. He's the oldest one. He's like he's got maybe four and a half years on his sister. And I remember when um, he was like maybe two, maybe two around there. And he says to me and his dad one day, he said, "You know, it was almost Christmas time." And he said, "I I want a baby sister." And he said, that's what he wanted for Christmas. He wanted a baby. So I said, oh, you do, do you? <laughs> I said, well, let's see if we can go to, to get Santa Claus to bring you. We're going to go and see Santa Claus to bring your little sister. So, it, and and not too long after that, um, I became pregnant, but I that was an ectopic pregnancy. I had an ectopic pregnancy that time. But then after that, that when I lost that one, um, I had, a, you know, got pregnant again. And lo and behold, it was a little girl. Um, and he was just like, you know, it was almost as if he, it was just weird. It's just all so weird. It's like, oh, my God. It's weird, but it's amazing. Because, again, we just discount, we just discount what they say, and we don't really pay attention. You know what I mean? 
Um, mm-hmm. And they could be telling, like, like Angel, you just said that your grandson told you that Jesus was in the house. Well, the next time he tells you that, please call me so I can come over. <laughs> because if Jesus is in the house, I want to be there, too. <laughs> no. No. But, you know, so, yeah, I mean, we have to start really paying attention to, to the little ones. Um yeah. And nurturing their gifts. Um, one of the things that Dr. Dyer also said, um, he said, this is another quote, and I'm quite sure, Dee, you've heard him say this um, a million times. He said, when we enter this world, we are crying and everyone is laughing. And when we leave this world, we are laughing and everyone is crying. Mm-hmm. Wow, isn't that deep? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say it again. When we enter this world, we are crying and everyone is laughing, you know. And as a baby, that's true, you know. And then when we leave this world, you know, we are are laughing and everyone is crying. Mm -hmm. So that's a true statement, too. I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how excited this... He felt that maybe the reason why why we're crying when we enter this world is because we um are are going to miss where we just were. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I yes. And you know that I can I can relate to that because I remember my mom would tell me sometimes if you have asked my mom about me being a child, you know, a baby, she she would say to you, Oh my God, well you would just cry and cry she said, Girl, you had a set of lungs on you and people would thought we were killing you, you were crying so loud. and so I said, Well, you know, now that I know what I know, I probably am like, Well, yeah, if you knew where I came from, you'd be crying too <laughs> You know, but I mean think about exactly. that for a second. Yeah. You know? Coming yeah. here, leaving leaving a place that's supposedly so beautiful, because um, I've yeah. studied a lot of NDEs as well, and everyone who's had an NDE says the same thing. You know, it was so beautiful. It's so much mm-hmm. love. It's filled with this. It's filled yeah, like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then coming here yeah. is like a, a, a rude awakening in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah um, babies saying to their parents that I can't fly. Why can't I fly? <laughs> yeah, how about that? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I read that. So and that's, that's in there too. Yeah. Why can't mm-hmm. I fly? Isn't that? Yeah. So what do you? What would you say to a child? You know, what would you say? I mean, if the child said, well, why can't I fly? Yes, you, you can, can fly, you mommy. Can <laughs> you can do anything. Just don't go outside and try to jump uh, jump off. Of... <laughs> don't put it to the test, please. <laughs> but, you know, and some of the other stories in the book, too, um, that you all um, put in there, which I was very, very appreciative of, are the ones where the children remember being in um, having another life. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had past life memories, um, which to me is always fascinating. But Angel, mm-hmm. yeah, those stories are amazing too. Mm-hmm. And um, I have another story that I wanted to share. Um, my nephew, who was about maybe around three or four, and my mother was watching him babysitting um, one Sunday. And they were laying, you know, she was in her room, laying across the bed watching a movie. She loved black and white movies, and my nephew was on the bed playing with his toys. And it was like a war story. 
And she said, you know, she called me like, say, maybe 10 or 15 minutes after he said what he said. And so there was a plane crash. A pilot, you know, crashed a plane. And my nephew all of a sudden looks up at the TV and he's like, that was, you know, that was me. I used, you know, I used to fly planes and then I crashed it and I died. Mm. And wow. my mother, was, was, like, my mother wow. was like, wait, what? What did you just say? And he said it again, but then he just, you know, nonchalantly went back to playing with his toys. So she kind of like sat uh-huh. there for a second. And then she calls me on the phone. She says, let me tell you what Michael just said. And I believed it. I instantly yeah. you know, didn't doubt it or, or anything. Because how would a child that young know something like that? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, in a way, it, it explains a lot of people who may have a fear of airplanes, maybe, or, or exactly. certain phobias. Mm-hmm. And maybe something major happened. Yeah. Like they're yeah. afraid and of water. Some people are so terrified mm-hmm. to swim. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's so, so, it's so hard to wrap your brain around it. But but I always, yeah. you know, have a mind that's open to everything and attached to nothing. And, and Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How long did it take for you all to put all these stories together? From beginning to end, it was about a year. Okay. So... Yeah, And the process, I mean, I'm just interested in the process because I can so, only imagine. <laughs> yeah, we, so we, we invite, we, you know, send an invitation out for parents and to, to tell us their stories or, and to ask their children something and, and tell us what they said. And, and mm-hmm. so many stories poured in and then, and, and, um, Wayne said, "All right, put them into chapters, and then we'll figure out what to do." <laughs> and I was like, "Right, wait, what?" <laughs> yeah. And I and and I said, "Well, what chapters should we do? Let's think of chapters." And and he said, "He said they'll just his, yeah his way of he is such a good teacher, Wayne, and he yeah he he just said just start making piles of stories yeah. that are similar, and so." So I did, and I, I I ended up the the chapters just presented themselves because there yes. are so many s- stories of children having memories of where mm-hmm. they were, and then so many ch- stories of children um, seeing angels or, or having some sort of spiritual um, yeah re- you know interaction, whether it's with a deceased family member or and then memories of of choosing their parents and 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 then yes. past lives and mm. and um and then so many um stories of past lives within the same family and yeah. with with little kids saying isn't it cool i used to be your mom and now this time around you're my mom like how, <laughs> how many that? of those stories are <laughs> it's it, yeah. it, it really is mind blowing. And, and this is it, out of the yeah. mouths of babes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's you can't make. And it, and it, here's it's the just... thing, though. It's it amazes me how like okay, so yes, when we by the time they're seven or eight, you know, we forget, you know, which is what we're probably supposed to do, um, but. Mm-hmm. We forget, and then we get we life gets in the way, and so we stop believing. Somewhere along the line, we stop believing. 
you know. Right. Um, and when you start to talk about, you know, angels or, you know, the, the spiritual realm or uh, the possibility of a past life, you know, sometimes people, you know, I don't knock anybody's belief, but if if you look at some of these stories, I mean, there's millions of them where little kids mm-hmm. are just, like, blurting it out. And we mm-hmm. just dismiss it as it's like, oh, you know, there's just a kid. How about the one D in the book of where the um, where children have the um, imaginary friends? I think there was one in there where well, a little it's, girl. Well, it's like, invisible friends now. Invisible. Okay. I used invisible to always friends. say imaginary. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh, and now, after doing this, they're not imaginary. They're they're just invisible to us. Exactly. So, exactly. 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 Yeah, there was one of the stories is this. Um, this family moved into a house, and the little boy, uh, when they when they met the neighbors, they uh, the little boy said, "Oh, and I hang out with my friend Lou all the time," and and the neighbors were completely floored because their son Lou used to live in that house, and he had passed away two years prior. So, wow. Yeah, and um, another one that. Oh, that that touched me was um, the mom had a uh, two girls, young girls, and one of them passed away, and the other girl would play with her after she passed away. Play with her mm-hmm. all the time. She didn't know that she was gone, and mm-hmm. and the mom finally had to like put the kibosh on it because it was too painful for the mom to see your daughter playing with this with her imaginary right. her invisible sister mm-hmm. and to this day the 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 girl is is um is a grown woman now and to this day she never knew that her sister had passed away cuz she just continued on wow. playing with her wow yeah yeah wow yeah that's pretty amazing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. know how old is your son now how old is Marcus now he is two and a half, and Shiloh and is, mm-hmm, and my daughter's nine months now. And nine months. Mm-hmm. So has mm-hmm. he had any other, um, like, you know, little, like, you know, things that he said that kind of just continues to amaze you? Yeah, I, um, yeah, yeah. Well, after Wayne's passing, all of his kids came out here to Maui and we are all together we're we're having dinner outside and my husband was holding Marcus he was just kind of cradling him and Marcus was just staring at the stars we were outside it was nighttime and he's he's just staring at the stars and we were all uh sharing happy stories and sad stories about about Wayne and and then out of the blue Marcus just says and he says Wayne gone Wayne home and everyone stopped and we we looked at Marcus and he he just kept looking at the stars and he, and he repeated himself about five times mm. he said Wayne gone mm-hmm. Wayne home mm-hmm. Wayne home yeah and yeah and yeah. yeah and then things about the day after Wayne's passing Marcus pointed to the horizon and he and he said look mommy wayne walk big big house 
Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Yeah, so. And how about just the synchronicity of it all? I mean, the title of the book, Memories of Heaven, you know, Mm. and it's like, did he come up with the name of the book? Did you come up with the name of the book? No, Wayne did. Wayne did. you know, and he wow. so this was his the last book that he wrote, right? Am I right, or yeah. does he have one yep. that just has? So I'm like, okay, no. really? So no. the last book that he did, and he entitled it "Memories of Heaven." And no one, I guess, I don't know because I'm I'm not a, I wasn't around him all the time, but I don't know if you guys knew, you know, if he was sick, if there was if it was any sign of him, you know. But no, then, you know, no, he, this is a total surprise. Wow. It's, and then he writes it, it, this book. This book, to me, is the most special one out of all of them <laughs> because oh, it's almost as you. if, you know, I don't know. He's sharing mm-hmm. just the memories of heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ironic. It really, really, really is. It really is. Yeah. So. I'm just, I don't know, I, I just, the synchronicity, and he always talked about synchronicity. Um, you know, that was yeah, one of the big things. Yeah, and there are no accidents. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so listeners, if you're, you know, if you again, if you have not bought this book, you need to get it um, and read it and we would be interested in just hearing your stories. And, Dee, I'm quite sure that they can share stories still with you guys um, on the oh, Facebook yeah. page maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm on Facebook, Dee Garns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of therapeutic to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of therapeutic because I guess some people would think that, you know, well, I'm not going to say this because some people think I'm crazy. (laughs) You know, but now it gives people permission to share their stories and to feel good about them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think it also helps people. Who haven't thought about any of this before to engage in conversations with their children that they wouldn't have you yeah. know, had prior to this. So exactly. And I think yeah. it helps um the grieving process, you know, when you lose someone mm-hmm. that's close to you. And mm-hmm. especially for some people, um, you know, who may not have that strong spiritual life. You know, they believe in certain things, but they just may not have been, you know, some are stronger than others. But when you hear these stories, I think it helps that person, you know, grieving to know that, you know, they're is life after death. You know, it, it spirit is never born, spirit never dies. So I um I think it it helps in that area too. So Yeah, yeah. and it was amazing putting all of these stories together while I had this beautiful little boy and and then a baby inside my belly just to yeah. go through all these possibilities and and you know, thinking, oh my goodness, did did they possibly choose me to be their mom? How <laughs> honored! Like, so I think at yeah. either you know beginning or end of 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 you know spirits entering or leaving this world is yeah yeah it is just a, yeah it really is and um I can't help but to remember uh, my daughter and I shared this in the book too and it just yeah, kind of brings tears to my eyes. 
Yeah, well, but she when she was about three, and she said to me, um, "Mommy, I chose you to be my mommy," and it didn't. I didn't remember that until I was writing my book, and um, I, you know, dedicated the book to them. You know, like you know how you're writing your for you know your your um, dedications and stuff. And so I, and mm-hmm. in the book, I read, you know, thank, I want to thank my son and my daughter for choosing me to be their mom. And you know that just it just came to me like that, you know, because I just believe that you know that they did. So then, you know, as I time went on. And then I was talking to my daughter's name is Megan. So I was talking to Megan, and I said, yeah, remember when I dedicated the book to you and your brother and how um, I just thanked you guys for choosing me to be your mom? She says, well, Mom, don't you remember when I was three years old and I told you that? I told you that I chose you to be my mom? I said, oh, my God, you did. I said, you remember that? She said, yeah. So she's now, she's getting ready to turn 25. (laughs) But at the time we had the conversation, she was like 22. And I'm thinking, Oh, my God. And if you stop yeah. and you think about that, just the thought that your child chose you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, and I just that how deep is your child chose you to come yeah. into this world and to experience whatever it is that they were supposed to experience. You know, they chose you to do it through. So that yeah. is, like, humbling, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. and just the Fair. thought of it just is like, oh, my God, wow, really? So, mm-hmm. Dee, when you look at your two little ones, you know, when you get off the phone, I'm quite sure you've done it m- many times over, mm-hmm. but just kind of look at them and, and just like, wow, you guys really chose me, <laughs> you know? What a blessing. Uh, it is. I know. It really is. I know. It makes me want to be the best. Mother, I can exactly. Be. Yeah, it does. Exactly. It, it makes does. you want to rise to the occasion and make sure that you you try to do everything to the best of your ability. That's all we can do. Yes. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That's all we can do. Yeah. So I just I just love my babies. Like I'm quite sure you know you guys love your babies <laughs> and yeah you know and it's all about love because children don't come into the world you know they're they don't come into the world with hate. You know, that's something that's taught. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so they're mm-hmm. already loving little beings when they come. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so it's our job to, you know, to make sure we continue to love them and nurture them um, yeah. and just give them the best of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. so true. Mother Teresa says if you want to spread love around the world, go home and love your family. That is so true. That is so true. And you know what? That's a that's a wonderful place to to end um, to end on um, talking about love. Um, I'm just so again grateful uh, to you, Dee, for coming on and spending some time with us and and sharing your stories with our listening audience. And I hope everyone goes and gets the book because you will not regret it. You just won't. It'll just make you feel just good to know that there is something other than this world, you know, and when we leave here, we have something to look forward to. We go back home. And, you know, let me say this real quick. I know, like, for me, I always would say, you know, but not until, like, later on in life when you start to study and you start to really open up in your spirituality and stuff, but I used to always say stuff like, you know, um, I want to go home or you would just automatically come out. I don't know if you guys have experienced that, or you would look up and you would feel like you're missing something, or it's like something else is missing. 
you know, and then as you get older and you start to really kind of open up more and you just kind of just ask God to come in in your life and just just to walk with you and to share with you and you learn about your higher self and so on and so forth. And it's like, wow, when I was saying about home, this other place, you know, I didn't even realize what I was saying at the time. Mm-hmm. But that is home. This is not home. Mm-hmm. This is temporary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, exactly. and our children that come into the world, they let us know that. You know, yeah. they, they remind mm-hmm. us. It's like, look, this is not it. We, I, I came here from, you know, from heaven mm-hmm. to be with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so that gives us hope. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so... So, Dee, I want to again thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much um, for coming on and, again, just sharing your time with us. Mahalo. Um, And hopefully this won't be, yes, mahalo to you as well. (laughs) Hopefully this won't be our last conversation. And when I do get to Maui, I will let you know when I'm coming because I would love to meet you in person. Oh, definitely. Definitely. That would be wonderful. All right. Well, thank you so much again. I'm I'm going to let you go now. I could keep you on here forever, but I won't. <laughs> Please kiss your All right. Well, thank kiss you the little so ones much. for me. Okay, will, D. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye-bye. That was amazing. That yes, was just amazing. It was. Yes, it was. It um, was a sweet spirit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sweet spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And this subject is just so, um, just you know, just very close to my heart because I just, you know, we ha- we walk around so much sometimes, Angel, and we forget. Um, you know, we don't keep God in front of us because mm-hmm. we allow life. To to knock us down, and we allow we allow us the fear of what's yes. ahead of the not knowing this, and then we be we're, we walk around afraid, you yes. know, and so yes. we forget, we forget, we really forget, yeah, yep. and so really um, and I'm just grateful that you were able to take the time out as well to come on and to share in this conversation. It was great. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm just so happy that I was invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Just so wonderful, and um, and you know, it's it's um as um um Dee was sharing the stories, I just was you know saying to myself, we have to make it a point because when I think one of the stories she shared where one of the children were saying that it was try- it was starting to get hard for them to remember. And I was yeah. just asking in my mind, like, God, how can we help them to never forget? You know what I mean? So they can mm-hmm. still be sensitive to those memories to help them through their life journey and not forget that level of vibration that they were on. You know what I mean? Well, uh, you know, Angel, so- I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up um, because I think that for me and for a lot of other people who do meditation, mm-hmm. you know, meditation is still is is to still the mind, so that right. we can allow spirit in and spirit to speak. And so I think that maybe in the future, I don't know if it's happening now around the world. I don't know, but I think if we start to teach children as they're young, you know, to mm-hmm. meditate and just to kind of be yeah. still for a minute, you know, maybe that would help. Yeah. Um, and then they idea. would get into yeah. the habit. Yeah. 
they would get yeah. into the habit of that. So, you know, that's something to look into as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Cause I because I don't know don't what, what I would do if that. I didn't meditate. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and and I mean, if we like you said, if we can get them while they're young, I mean, look how oh, we had to yeah. be adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We remembered what to do, and if we can, exactly. you know, have them just avoid all of that, I mean, I think that yeah. would just be such a blessing to them in their life um, journey. You know what exactly. I mean? So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, well we're down a project for you to work on, Lisa, to have a, a meditation, for, for guided meditation for children. For us to work on, Miss Angel. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, that is a good idea, to do a guided meditation. Yeah. If we could get children to sit still long enough, yeah, you know. Exactly. Um, exactly. But that's, yeah, that's something to definitely, yeah, you know what, I think I might do that. I think that's a yeah. project to work on. Yeah, um, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we're down to that part of the show where, Angel, if you'd like to hold on for a second, um, we're down to that part of the show where um, I want to leave you with this. I will share with you an an excerpt from the first chapter of their book, Memories of Heaven, as a tribute to one of the greatest spiritual teachers in this decade to me, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Dr. Uh, Dyer stated so eloquently, each of the stories that appeared in this first chapter are remembrances of little boys and girls who have not progressed far enough along this ego-dominated earthly plane to have a mind that is at war against itself. In essence, all of these children who give evidence of having memories of an existence prior to arriving here have quiet minds. Their minds are not filled with doubts which lead to conflicts about what they feel inwardly versus what they're being told by so many adults who themselves have forgotten the eternal gentleness that once shone in their own quiet minds. A quiet mind is one that is willing to speak the truth that is felt internally. It is a mind that has not yet been conditioned to accept a reality that is being imposed upon it by well-meaning adults and cultural and religious teachings. All of the offerings in this chapter came out of the mouths of young children who appeared to have convincing knowledge of their existence prior to arriving here in this corporal realm that we call reality. The statements offered here are are a sampling of thousands of such comments that Dee and I received from parents and relatives from all over the planet. I have a quiet mind that has obviously done a lot of forgetting about my life prior to my birth, but it is a mind that is open to everything, a mind that does not fully grasp the idea of infinity, yet is open to the idea that that in an infinite universe there is no room for beginnings and endings. Infinite means always, and therefore there is an invisibleness within and surrounding us all that is beginningless and endless. It is obviously not our physical form that I refer to here. It is that formless space within that can never die and is never born. It is here where young children have the advantage. They speak their truth and recall their remembrances without any concern for what anyone else might think about it. In Woodworth's Recollections of Early Childhood, he gives us this to chew on as well. The soul that rises with us, our life's star, 
hath had elsewhere its setting, and cometh from afar, from God who is our home. As you read through this enthralling commentaries about the world beyond what we see and experience with our five senses, know that these little beings are drenched in the heaven that is our home. They have so much to teach us all. In Matthew 18.10, Jesus states, See that you don't look down on one of these little ones, because I tell you that in heaven their angels continually view the face of my Father in heaven. So that concludes our show for this evening. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. A shout-out to my family and my friends who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my friends and colleagues in all of my social networking sites. Once again, a big thank you to Ms. D. Garns for taking the time to share a big part of her journey and her wisdom with us. We are eternally grateful for you know, we are eternally grateful for you because we know that knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. Thank you, Ms. Angel, so much. I love you. Thank you, thank you for taking the time out to be with us tonight. Thank you. I was I was happy to be here. Thank you. Can't wait till um be here again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, everyone um don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. And follow us on Twitter at least L-Y-S-E-101. We are wishing a happy holiday to everyone. May it be blessed with an abundance of joy and laughter. We will be back on Monday, November the 30th at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. So your mission, ladies and gentlemen, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first. Because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite songs um, just to remind you that you're never alone. The angels are always with you. So once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders. And thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. May the angels protect you. Trouble neglect you, and heaven accept you when it's time to go home. May you always have plenty, your glass never empty, and know in your belly you're never alone. May your tears come from laughing, you find friends worth having. With every year passing, they mean more than gold. May you win, but stay humble, smile more than grumble. And know when you stumble, you're never alone.
suffer from chronic CFED or can't focus energy drain? Try over-the-counter Vibrin. One tablet contains the same caffeine as a cup of coffee, but without the calories or coffee breath. Vibrin. Caffeine, not coffee. Taking Vibrin may result in a lack of drowsiness, improved productivity, and better cash flow from decreased coffee spending. Unexpected job promotions have been associated with Vibrin. Vibrin may decrease the urge to zone out, doze off, or exhibit signs of slacking. All jokes aside, always read the label, take only as directed, and limit caffeine as it may cause real side effects. Not for children under age 12. Do you suffer from chronic CFED or can't focus energy drain? Try over-the-counter Vibrin. One tablet contains the same caffeine as a cup of coffee, but without the calories or coffee breath. Vibrin. Caffeine, not coffee. Taking Vibrin may result in increased productivity and decreased dread in setting alarms. Unexpected enjoyment of the graveyard shift has been associated with Vibrin. Vibrin may be a better budget option than drinking coffee. It may also decrease the urge to doze off, skip work, or exhibit signs of slacking. All jokes aside, always read the label, take only as directed, and limit caffeine as it may cause real side effects. Not for children under age 12.